Hello, ladies. This is your host, Yemi Majekodumi from Widow Recovery Secrets. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are around the world. I'm here again to drop another podcast to encourage and strengthen you. I'm sorry if this is your first time coming here to listen to my podcast, but I can reassure you, you'll find your way one way or the other with time and with the right support. So thank you for those who have been following me over the last year, listening and downloading our podcast. Please do not forget to rate it. A five star is good. And this encourages others who would benefit from its content as a transformational self-help tool. My mission, just to reiterate, is to empower and encourage widows to find a new purpose for the future out of their loss. And this I do by my podcast, my weekly podcast, and also via one-to-one coaching and planned group coaching in the future. I also facilitate a monthly online widow support group every first Saturday of the month. Find the link to get tickets on Eventbrite in the summary notes of this podcast. And for coaching and much more, to know more about me and to read my books and to get a free note on how to empower the five steps to empower a widow, go to businessandmarriagecoaching.co.uk. So what topic am I looking at today? I'm talking today about silence. Silence. I came across a post on LinkedIn this week that was that reminded me of what silence meant to me or what it could mean or how important it is or maybe not so important or we don't even recognize how important silence could be. But it took me back to when I was in the throes of grief, grieving the loss of my husband. He made me aware of how far we can come in our grief journey. On reflection, grief can make silence a huge challenge. It is as if you cannot bear to be left with your own thoughts. And this is because the pain you experience when grieving is so raw. You'll find anything, music, I hope positive things, to drown the reality of what has happened. It's a way of protecting your mind from what, from what it can not cope with at that given moment. When my husband died, at least in the first year, whatever room I was in at home had to have music in the background. It acted as a comforter and an absorber of my pain. I didn't know that then, but on reflection now, I can re- look back and now write about it. A lack of music in the background while alone created a very realistic unease of not being ready to face the pain. My thoughts were too raw to comprehend the loss, so silence was unbearable. On reflection now, nine years, nearly nine years down the road, I can give you three things I've learned. Number one, from that period of time, I was not ready to be left in silence with my own thoughts. It was an indirect way of avoiding the pain. Number two, a fear of perhaps my mind not being ready to manage the magnitude of my loss. And number three, 
I found that it was only inspirational and God's music that could heal and comfort me in that pain. So I always played that kind of music in the background. It felt like being led by still waters, washed afresh daily with my God's anointing power of healing. So I'm wondering today if you can relate to that. Maybe you've just lost your husband or it's been two, three months down the line. And you just cannot bear the silence. Because I say, I used to say on my blog that when all the guests have gone and all the mourners have gone and you've laid him to rest, you and your family are left with your children. You are left with your children to start that journey and manage that grief. However, as you gain strength in grief, you will also discover new things. Just to mention three. I found I was no longer afraid to be in silence. That was a sign that I was healing. Number two, I was able to listen to my thoughts and gain renew, stroke fresh inspiration. It was no longer marred by grief. Number three, I was able to return to the benefits of using silence to relax and manage my stress. In your grief journey, it helps you to understand where you are emotionally. This enables you to measure your growth of recovery. Also, you have to choose to find and walk the journey of recovery, getting all the help you need along the way. I hope the above gives you some understanding of what you might be experiencing now or perhaps you might come across. As you grow stronger holistically, that is in your mind, body and soul, you become more able to learn, to lean more into your pain. E.g. bear the silence. I hope this helps. Signing off now. This is your host, Yemi Majekodumi from Widow Recovery Secrets. Find me at businessandmightcoaching.co.uk. You can WhatsApp me on my phone. You can email me and go re- get, download one of my f- new e-notes, my free e-notes. And for our monthly widow support group online, find the link in the summary notes. Just to remind you, you might not feel it now. But I can tell you, there's always hope after loss. You just have to fight. You have to fight to get your life back. And the phrase I always use is, you either swim or drown, but you can't make it. May you find your way through your grief and find a new dream for your future. As the word of God says, hope deferred makes the heart sick. But when it springs forth, it becomes a tree of life. So as long as you're alive, there's always a hope for your life. Do not isolate yourself and look, find in your community some widow you can even walk, that can walk alongside you. Stay well and stay blessed. Have a good day. Bye-bye.